0: Well, the stocks are sticking to near-season highs as we're seeing headlines saying that the Dow is soaring while, of course, the coronavirus is slowing. And when you look at the data, especially from the hot spots in Europe like Italy, yeah, the numbers of cases and deaths are slowly plateauing. And is this a major cornerstone? Will the economy come back like it did before, even bigger and better, like Donald Trump promises? Or is this a dead cat bounce? We're going to discuss that, of course, with Tim Peshout, the Liberty Advisor. And what's your take on this, Tim? Because, again, we, it could go either way. There's still a lot of unpredictability. There's still a lot of different scenarios, a lot of different data to look at. But what does your gut say? Dead cat, Dead cat bounce or back bigger, better than ever?
1: Well, if we're skipping to the end here, I would say it's a dead cat balance. So as we're taking a look right now on the screen, we see, uh, the Dow Jones industrial average is up almost 1200 points. S&P is up, uh, you know, f- 5.64%. So they're both having gangbuster days. And so, yeah, this article says Dow Jones futures jump as, as viruses slow. And so the Dow Jones, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, basically I mean this this article goes on to say that, you know, these choppy uncertain markets are dangerous. Some quality stocks are setting up and a few stocks have cleared proper buy points or early entries, but that may be tempting. But the volatile choppy action means that investors are apt to buy in an upswing and then get caught in the downside. And so right now people are thinking that, you know, it's a great time to buy, that this is, you know, like other recessions we've seen where maybe things just bounce right back up or as Ben Bernanke former fe- or Osama Ben Bernanke, as I like to call him, said this is basically like a snowstorm and that all this is going to pass and that in like a week or two, everything should be fine. And I think that we all know that that is an absolute uh, ridiculous notion, especially when you've got the Surgeon General saying this is going to be the hardest and saddest week of most Americans' lives. And so why that that's would definitely, be...
0: That's definitely a fearmongering comment. Now, numbers will increase uh, in the United States. We'll see how we'll be able to handle it, but... I mean, we've seen this coming for a while, just looking at, uh, you know, the, the European numbers, especially Italy. So, I mean, the worst is yet to come, but also... Those are very hyperbolic, fear-mongering kind of statements by the Surgeon General, who's been lying to the American public about this entire situation. Sorry, I just had to mention Yeah, no, no,
1: thanks. And then take a look at this one from MarketWatch here. Feds Bullard says there is good news for those worried about the economy's future that universal COVID-19 testing will help restore economic health. And just bear with us on this one, because this gets crazy. A daily test would give Americans confidence to once again interact, St. Louis Fed President says. And there is good news for those who think the U.S. economy will have a tough time recovering from the coronavirus pandemic. There is a solution using available technology today to fix the economic part, Bullard said in an interview on the CBS News program, Face the Nation. Uh, as we're going on here, Bullard laid out a system where every American would be tested every day and wear a badge with their negative result. Similar to the ones people wear after they vote, uh, maybe similar also to a, like a little scarlet letter in uh, Nazi
0: Germany. The- it's like Brave New World to get your little soma induction in, you know, into your system. While of course Bill Gates and Dr. Fucci are pushing for you know more vaccines, uh, you know, as a solution to this, and they're discounting. Uh, a lot of the drugs that Donald Trump and other individuals are counting as something that may potentially be uh, good here. Uh, just, co- just a couple things to add here. There's still a lot of uncertainty. Uh, there's still some people expecting a second wave. Even if, uh, you know, this sickness goes down in numbers in Italy, we are still going to reach the tip of this wave, according to some experts in just a few days. So we're going to see how the system's going to handle that. And because of just the uncertainty and, and, and just the way because of how different countries and different states in the United States have been handling this, there's going to be, you know, an interesting, uh, thing that's going to happen because we're going to see some states go up and then some states also go down. But then, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's an extremely unknown situation that really Uh, it's, it's for me too early to call as some kind of rebirth. And that's why I kind of agree with you that this is kind of more of a dead cat bounce, especially when you look at the data from China, which has been fudged, which they're lying about, which people are still under quarantine, even though China announced that they successfully destroyed this sickness and the only cases are coming from tourists. Well, that's very unlikely because the chances of them getting herd immunity uh, with their numbers is just absolutely ridiculous. So I'm kind of leaning towards uh, the, the way of what you've been saying that this is probably a dead cat bounce.
1: Yeah, I probably, I do not think this is a snowstorm as, uh, Bernanke was going on to say, just absolutely ridiculous. But, uh, Bullard, yeah, he laid out a system where everyone would wear their test results around like a badge of honor. And this would help the economy because people could interact with one another with a lot of confidence. And in principle, this is an underst-, this is an understandable situation. We do not want people to go back to basketball games. We do not want people to get on planes while this disease is ravaging the economy and look what article this goes right into from zero hedge immunity certificates are coming COVID survivors to get special passports enabling return to normal normalcy uh, I'm going to really mess up pronouncing this but uh, I guess Luke would be uh, maybe he could pronounce this but uh, if you can't pronounce my name I don't know if you'll be able to pronounce hydrochloro blah blah, blah 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 and antibiotics appear to help there is increasing evidence that the asymptomatic infection rate could be as much as 50 times higher than expected if this is true the severity and death rate could be much lower than anticipated and we could be closer to herd immunity than projected. Blah, 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 blah. One could imagine a world in next few months where everyone is tested and all but the immune compromise go back to socially distanced but more normal life. We wear bracelets or carry a phone certificate, which indicates our status and tracks infect- infections where they emerge. Yay, let's all cheer for antibody-based freedom. And people who Look, have... There's,
0: there's still, Tim, there's still a big possibility that this craziness this madness could last six months to two years there's that possibility if we look at the approach that germany is taking with this entire situation they've been taking it very seriously they've been of course dealing with it a lot better than italy and because of that there's a lot less people that have died in germany compared to of course italy that became the epicenter so uh you know medically speaking germany Uh, has handled this in a very effective way, and what they're calling for now in Germany is antibody blood tests that are, again, expensive, time-consuming, take a lot of your blood to determine if you have particular antibodies to this, you know, sickness. Uh, By doing that and then issuing supposed certificates to anyone who has these antibodies, since, of course, we know many people get to this sickness, don't even know it, and become immune to it anyway, um, even that I mean, that's a long process. It's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to take a lot of time and a lot of resources. And people are looking at Germany as the kind of gold standard in dealing with this. And if people follow the way of Germany as Germany's dealing with this, um, that's that's not going to, you know, again, I'm not trying to equate economy with life, but, but the two are related more than you think, especially if you look at the cancer rates that have developed, after the 2008 financial crisis. There's a direct correlation to emotional distress and loss of of income that correlates with the rise of sicknesses and diseases. So again, there's a fine balance that needs to be played here, but from all the signals and all the signs and how Germany is dealing with this, how China's still lying about this, how there could be a second wave, how there's so many unpredictable variables in this, I would be a lot more skeptical than optimistic when it comes to the fraudulent Ponzi scheme that people call the U.S. economy.
1: Yeah. And then uh, just going back into this, people who have contracted the virus and have recovered normally develop antibodies to fight the virus could be their golden ticket to escape regions that have strict social distancing measures and or lockdowns. So just imagine immunity certificates granted by governance to people who have recovered or have developed resistance to the virus could be considered special passports that will allow them to freely travel across states, countries or the world. While well, everyone else remains hunkered down in their hom- homes or doomsday bunkers, an immunity certificate is an important thing that we will be doing and are looking at. But it's too early in the science of the immunity that comes from having had the disease. And this is coming from uh, you know one of the uh, top health ministers over there in the UK, and they calling it a. and Also, the former Prime Minister of Italy, Matteo Renzi, calling it a co- has called it a COVID pass for the uninfected who can return to their normal lives. And then, of course, we've got, you know, the TED talk down here from Bill Gates, where, uh, you know, just the other day, he was giving a TED talk and, you know, promoting all of his va- vaccine propaganda. Because let's face it, you know, it's, it's the, you know, Luke was saying before, like, like different ways they're trying to fix this. Well, they are the Federal Reserve. The only thing they have is a money gun and they've been firing their money gun at will. So here we are having a little bit of fun, you know, as Rome burns over here, uh, because, you know, this is just, you know, such a horrific situation. And to think that people think that we're just going to be back to everything as normal because it's just a snowstorm. It's just ridiculous. Uh, we've Figure got bigger, this-
0: better and, than ever, as Donald Trump says. And there, there, you should question that. You should definitely question that. Donald Trump also was saying April 1st could be a time where we reopen everything again. Uh, A lot of times you just have to understand you could only depend on yourself and no one else. This is still ravaging other world leaders like Boris Johnson that was just hospitalized, the prime minister of the United Kingdom, that again was sent to the hospital because his condition worsened from this sickness. But at the same time, you also have to look that he is middle-aged, overweight, has a history of respiratory problems and illicit drug use. So he is in the demographic that is most heavily affected by this. But these are, you know, world leaders. Other world leaders have have the, the similar kind of uh, characteristic as <laughs> Boris Johnson. So um, as as the leaders are ravaged by this, there's still just so many variables. It is interesting that drug you mentioned, hydrochloroquine. Hydrochloroquine. I think I said it right. I think I said it better than you did. <laughs> <laughs> you say
1: it better than you say my the name. You say it every day, so
0: protocol it's interesting to see the media attack it as much as it is, especially you know as they're promoting vaccines that, that yet again, different bodies react to differently. I'm not a medical expert, don't get any medical advice from this video at all. but it's important to question a lot of what we hear from politicians and the mainstream media and now that they're telling us you know bigger better than ever, um, I would be smarter than that since the whole system is just based on debt. Sorry, I cut you off, Tim. You had something to say.
1: No, yeah. So, you know, continuing on here, uh, legendary economist Gary Schilling, who predicted the housing crisis, says the stock market is probably far from the bottom. And uh, basically, the highlights of what he says is Schilling expects a recession to run at least through the end of the year. It says the stock market is probably far and away from the bottom. Schilling thinks one of the most important things that has happened is a realization of how dependent we are in the rest of the world. As a result, he says there will be a lot more protectionism, which is much more inefficient and will probably lead to fewer domestic jobs. He says the U.S. is likely to going to be seeing a big infrastructure plans, but they are not likely to pull the economy out of this recession because it will be too slow. And how crazy is that? Is like we're at a time where, uh, so it's like, imagine if you just lost your job uh, you know, you're not sure how you can pay your housing. And then you're like, Hey, honey, let's go, you know, take out a second mortgage and go, uh, you know, build a tennis court and go build a swimming pool and go put on a new roof.
0: And so and and get some crack whores, which is essentially what they're doing and more illicit drugs, which is pretty much the the half of the activity on wall street that, you know, wall street, again, uh, the whole economic system, it's based on people using money to make money, no manufacturing, no services, Lots of drug use, lots of crackhead hookers as well. Sorry, that's the truth.
1: Well, I use money to make money too, but without the crackheads or the or the or the uh, or the drugs too. But anyways, I mean, this is another article I think is ridiculous. So Janet Yellen blames enormous debt and buybacks for coming default wave. Morgan Stanley says it's all the Fed's fault. So if you guys remember, in June of 2017, Janet Yellen decided to wave the red flag before the bulls of fate and responding to a question on financial system stability, the then Fed chair said post-crisis regulations had made financial institutions much safer and sounder. And as a result, she went on to predict that there would never again be a financial crisis in our lifetimes to win. Will I say there will never, ever be a financial crisis? No, probably that would be going too far, but I do think we're much safer and I hope that it will not be in our lifetimes and I don't believe it will. I mean that is such a pants on fire ridiculous statement coming from the former Federal Reserve Chair. Now I mean not not surprising that it's coming from them because basically you have to be a complete idiot to get one of those jobs or just be you know on the dole. But you know she gets a lot of credit for predicting 2008. She didn't predict it. She made like one or two presentations where she you know used the word housing and economy basically to say that everything's going great with housing and the economy. Uh, and now they you know they try to credit her as being some sort of soothsayer with all this stuff. And then, uh, yeah, we got another article saying a little ice age is p- upon us. Take note and be ready to change your thinking. We've got uh, Robert Kiyosaki, the death. And this is a tweet from uh, just uh, two days ago. Death of the dollar. People desperate for money, very sad. If the government gives you free money, take it. Yet spend it wisely. Do not save. Buy g- not investment advice. This is him saying, it, not me. Buy gold, silver, Bitcoin. The dollar is die. T- the dollar is diving, dying. Silver twenty dollars, best buy for future security. Everyone can afford twenty dollars, you know. Hey, twenty dollars is twenty dollars. So, uh, so and I had to had to throw no that one in there. That. Yeah, I had to I had to throw that one in there. But, anyways, uh, you know, we got even Goldman Sachs says, or government Sachs says, after the crash of twenty twenty, corporate earnings won't recover till twenty twenty three, and so those corporate earnings, a lot of times, are used to in stock buybacks, so that you know pretends to some other things that are not going to be uh, going on too well. Other things that aren't going uh, well is the U.S. high-yield bond fund see record inflows after exodus. So we've seen just you know, a huge amount of money going into these, huge amount of money going out of these. It's just been an absolute roller coaster. Today, there was supposed to be a meeting shifting gears to uh, you know OPEC. The Saudis and Russians were supposed to have a meeting, and now that meeting got uh, postponed and people do see oil potentially going below $10. I'm not sure if that will happen, but uh, you know a lot of us know who Mark Cuban is. And Mark Cuban says coronavirus changes everything in the U.S., so leaders should step up. And of course, you know he wants people to do more and more and more things. But he's also the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, and so this blends right into the big question for sports, because you know we are in such a bread and circus type in economy and environment. When will you feel safe around 20,000 strangers again? And I did see some articles where it showed the NBA is thinking of having NBA players, you know, stage a game of horse. You know, that's where you shoot around, and you know, if you miss one, and you get an H, and if you miss another one, you get an O. You know, we all you all know what horse is. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, we got all these people think that this is, you know, this is, you know, this, uh, you know, uh, we're in a new uh, bull market where you know this is a dead cat bounce. I had a, a Facebook message, uh, not a message, it was on my wall, February 28th, where I said that this was uh, looks like a dead cat bounce to me. And, you know, I had some clients even say, Hey, are we j- jumping in on the bounce at the time? I said, uh, absolutely not. And that was probably when I don't have it pulled up right now, but I mean, the Dow was probably about like 26,000 or 27,000 at the time. Uh, now let me pull this up right now that, and let's pull this up on screen. We're at 22,200. So we go, to, let's check out the chart a little bit longer time horizon here. Unfortunately, I am on the one day chart, So Let's go, let's go to three months over here. So going back to the three months chart, yeah, February 28th. Let me try to find this. Of course, I'm uh, scrolling and it's...
0: I got another article here uh, that has a great headline. It says, tragic, Bill Gates had a cure for the coronavirus, but it was erased by a Windows virus. <laughs> that, of course, is Babylon B right now, <laughs> a satire website. It's not a true website, but it brings up an important point. Why is the mainstream media and establishment promoting a man who created a product that's been destroyed by computer viruses as a way to kind of fix the problem that we're doing now. Again, a lot of questionable things happen around uh, Bill Gates and a lot of arguments, a lot of debates, lots of unknowns. And and again, this is why I think this situation is too unpredictable to call as of right now. But I'm definitely leaning towards your assessment um, not looking good here. Overall, long-term projections. Yeah, and that course, was that was twenty-seven thousand. Things built on fraud. Sorry, go ahead.
1: And that, that was and thanks for saving me there while I was looking it up. But that was twenty-seven thousand on the Dow on February twenty-eighth. So we are you know about five thousand points lower, even with the the massive recovery today. But I think that is a uh, you know sort of fake news type recovery. Now I might be wrong on it, but my investment strategy works either way, uh, based on how we have it set up. Not to make a cheap plug for myself, but yeah, this is in my opinion a complete dead cat bounce. Uh, you know, you should really be evaluating what you're doing, uh, have some sort of plan at this point. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, we're gonna still keep bringing you guys the news over here, you know, as we see it, you know, a lot of crazy stuff going on. Uh, you know, this really is truly historic times, especially from the economic side of things, because the game plan when Luke initially it was you know asking me to come on here the game plan was not to have me bring break down the financial stuff every day but then the day we came out everything hit the fan and you know they're using this to enslave us they're using us to get vaccine passports they're using this to tie into social credit getting digital dollars this really is you know a very very important subject but let us know you know other people that you guys would like to see us interview or other topics along the, these lines you'd like to see us covered and we're gonna still keep bringing you guys uh, you know the news as we see it
0: Yep, that's why I've been telling everyone from the very beginning of this, the economic ramifications, the economic storm coming from all of this will be far more severe than, of course, this sickness. So stay tuned for more every single day with independent media reporting here on Change the News.
1: an Economic 9-11.